0: have you with us for season two episode 79 i'm mike i'm chris if you're a first time listener welcome if you're a returning listener thank you for joining us again i want to hit the uh, challenge from last week which i did me Uh, too i started a whole new uh journal which Mm -hmm. was you know to journal something now that uh you can go back and look at you know the future date and say wow that really happened i mean we really were able to you know manifest manifest something. something um If you guys listened to us um, on our last podcast, we talked a little bit about uh, what uh, Chris had written down. Three years ago? Three
1: years ago. A little yeah. over, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you
0: haven't listened, I would go back and listen to it. That was a pretty cool episode. It was very cool. Um, so I was just checking in. I think we had... Uh,
1: yeah, so my friend Amy P. Kelly, she um, is a trainer with John Gordon Companies, and she is an amazing person. Go follow her on social. She's not on a whole lot, but she's, she is very active in the John Gordon Book Club, um, which is getting ready to re- get restarted. We're doing the garden next. Um, find that group on Facebook and join it. Anyway, she said that she was she had journaled stuff for her kids, wow. and school and stuff like That's that. That's actually so, good idea. Yeah, it was pretty yes. neat. Yeah, because you can manifest stuff for other people too. I mean, sometimes it's good to let them know about it. But. Yes, it is. Anyway, so yeah, so it was it was good. I did mine. You did yours. Yep. I actually I did mine yesterday, Saturday, and um, it was really good because you could feel the feelings.
0: Right. You know, it was so, awesome. It was really it good. It is good to do that. So, if you haven't mm-hmm. started a journal, it can be on paper. It could be on. Mm-hmm. I did mine electronically. Same. Um But, uh, you know, just grab a composite uh, composite composition notebook. A composite or, book. Yeah. Get a composite or, or, book. Or, you know, go on your computer and set up a little. You can do it in Word. Or, do it whatever. Or, yep, that's yeah. what I just did in Word. It yeah. saved it as a, as a document. So, it awesome. dated it. Um so I will to get you to rate your day. My
1: day's about a 9.5. It's been 9.5. a nice. Yeah, it's been 9. a nice relaxing weekend. I, I put a post out on my social media um and my coaching site about like that it's okay to kind of take a weekend or a day to like recharge and re- and rest and like right. let your batteries kind of like reboost. And that's what yesterday was for me. I don't I had all these grand plans to like decorate the front porch for fall and then you know what? I just wasn't feeling it, and I gave myself permission to just kind of have a chill day. Did laundry, and that made me feel really good, because I had a lot of laundry to do. Well,
0: that was a challenge I put up for you. What? Get all the laundry done before we go <laughs> camping.
1: Well, we were having an issue with the dryer. <laughs> yes. And which- so it was, you know, I was like, well, I don't know if I want to dry stuff. Is it going to quit in the middle? And then I'll stop molding. See, floors. so you guys think I
0: give you hard challenges? <laughs>
1: Tried doing all the laundry for two weeks in one weekend,
0: but you know, going back to what you were saying a minute ago about your, um, you know, you weren't feeling it. If you have to force it, like decorating for fall or Christmas decorations, that yeah. needs to be something that that should spark. A is lot heartfelt, of joy. you know. And if you wake up, even if you're planning all week to do it, and you wake up, you're like, oh man, I'm just not feeling it. Put it aside because if you're not feeling it, you're not going to enjoy doing mm-hmm. it, and then you won't enjoy the effects of it but later you're not on. The flow. Yeah. Right. So, so, how
1: about you? Why don't you rate your day for us?
0: Uh, today is a eight
1: point nine. Eight point nine. Okay. Yeah.
0: But today is probably going to wind up being a nine point five
1: because we have a really I'm another doing chill day. The rest yeah. Of the
0: day. Yesterday you, was, you know, mm. split wood, and it was a, it was a long day. Lots anyway. of snakes involved. Yeah. Ew, <laughs> no, thank you. I helped a friend of mine. We we were splitting wood for our campsite in here at home on someone else's property and the wood has been down and it's been a mess it's piled up it's grass growing up around it and he was really looking forward to getting rid of it actually it's jimmy from jimmy's, jimmy's corner. corner so a uh, handful of us got together and i want to thank everybody that showed up yesterday to help my son and myself and jimmy and nicholas Nick and uh, whitey to uh, get a get a jump start on it and we got quite a bit done yesterday so today is my despite the snakes yes Today, <laughs> when I told her about the snakes, she oh, the hair in uh, the back of her neck stood up. I so. like snakes. But I, I think I've, I've I've done about as much as I'm going to do today, as far as
1: besides food prep, because right, ha- on prep. Sundays we have to have football food here, and we get very excited about football, whether our team's winning or losing, because I am deeply invested in fantasy land football. Um,
0: <laughs> fantasy land.
1: <laughs> it's funny. So, quick background on fantasy football the team i have started as your team yes and then you just didn't have time to manage it so i started managing it and then for the longest time it was me and all dudes like your step brother yep. michael and Another all these fire yeah your other brother michael and all these other like firefighters and who won one year actually i think i've won like a couple times Twice.
0: me yep. but i you know i had a bright idea getting into fantasy sports or getting into some of the you know extracurricular curricular uh, sports activities and my wife wound up being my manager and taking mm-hmm. over the team. So I just, I just, I don't have it in me. So I don't up. even, yep, yeah, I don't even do it anymore. Yeah. No, I, I live, I, I live th-
1: vicariously through, through me. You for the, right. But the, uh, the thing that I like about the fantasy football world is that it allows me to like have an, a vested interest in a, in multiple teams. Like right. I normally wouldn't stay, I normally couldn't stay in the Dallas Cowboys, I got two guys from Dallas on my fantasy team this year, so I, you know, it it makes it a little bit more interesting for me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So we have a special guest to interview today for you guys. We Um, do. uh, Jody Newton. Newton. Mm -hmm. So you want to? Yep. So we uh, just
1: want to. So I found Jody through our friend Anna. Um, And if you heard our interview with Anna, she um, is an amazing person. Go back to listen to it if you haven't. And uh, so there's really not much else. It's a it's an awesome interview. You are not going to want to miss this. She has got some seriously good nuggets of information for you Absolutely. guys.
0: Absolutely. So you guys take a listen. And enjoy. Yep.
1: So I'd like to welcome Jodi to the podcast. But first, I want to share a little bit about her with you guys. Jodi is an occupational therapist, a resilience coach, and a soul realignment practitioner. She's a heart math certified trainer a certified international health coach, a Reiki master, and an angel card reader. She's been working for over 30 years to help people become the very best version of themselves that they can possibly be. She knows that we are all divine souls with a purpose here on earth, and she works to help you all uh, become enlightened with that information. So welcome, Jody.
0: Yep, welcome. Thank Good you morning. so
1: much.
2: We I'm so excited so to be with happy. you
1: guys. Yeah. So let's 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 dig right in. So why don't you kind of tell us how you started on this journey?
2: Oh boy. Um, well, I've worked with people as an occupational therapist, as you said, for thirty years, and it's it started out being in healthcare and the medical model, and. As an occupational therapist, my training is very much holistic, mind, body, and soul. That's that's what we learned in school. And then working in the, in the healthcare system, it became very obvious to me, especially as I grew personally, that I wasn't really able to bring all of my gifts um, because the medical model is very much physical only oriented. You know, somebody has a physical ailment, and we focus on fixing that. And we don't address anything about the mind, emotions, soul. (laughs) And so then I had my own personal journey of um, when I was 40, a complete awakening through getting divorced and learning about myself and some of my limiting beliefs and whatnot. And it's just, kind of evolved from there um, with wanting to seek as much knowledge and information about how to be the best that we can be. And it's, it's very holistic.
1: We'll be back after a quick break. Hey guys, this your girl Lira, and you're listening to Self Reflection Podcast. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Self Reflection Podcast. I hope this podcast episode finds you in the best possible state that you can be in for yourself today. Um, You know, and if you're not doing your best, I hope, you know, you find some time to care for your mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, and your psychological health. You know, I hope you find some time to do some self-reflection. Just gather yourself and, you know, find the best possible way you can deal with what you're dealing with in this moment, right? That's awesome. So um, let's dive into the Akashic Records, because I had my Akashic Record uh, read to me about a year ago. It's been about a year.
0: I'm getting in line to have mine done. Yeah.
1: Yay.
2: Yeah.
1: So, and it was like, (laughs) it was a great experience. So why don't you as basic as you can make it, can you kind of explain what the Akashic records are?
2: Yes. So our soul is an essence. It's, it's the, the invisible part of ourselves that's eternal. Um, before we came into the physical, our soul existed. And once we die, our, our soul is still going to exist. So the Akashic records are the database, the information, center of all of the information about our soul it's a little bit hard to get a handle on (laughs) you know and and my training is, is all based on also past lives that our soul lives for multiple lives so there's multiple bits of information you know, for hundreds of thousands of years going into that record and the readings that I do are all about being grounded in this lifetime. So what's, first of all, on a soul level, we have very specific and unique gifts. If you think about ingredients, you know, like a recipe, Mm -hmm. um, our soul is, is, all of the vibrational energy that, that is life, but honed down into like individual vibrations. And so I look at that and I look at what your individual gifts on a soul level are because they really, really relate to your reason for being here and they very much relate to passion. What you're passionate about is probably very much in alignment with who you are on a soul level. But the problem is, is we learn all kinds of stuff over lifetimes and lifetimes um, that that's limiting, or we buy into something that's limiting. And so I look at the record and what choices you've made on a soul level that have been limiting you, that are affecting you in this lifetime.
1: So if you have a contract against you, if you have you're bound to something for some other reason, or whatever has happened, either past life, current life, whatever to your soul. That's what you look at.
2: Yeah, and we clear that out, get rid of it, and then we talk about the choices that you can make in this physical. Because that all that that can get like really out there, <laughs> but it's really not out there. It's it's we make choices in the physical um every day that that can be either in alignment or out of alignment so we talk about a big part of the reading is talking about what you can do differently to be more in alignment with who you are sure
1: and it takes quite some time to like go into the akashic records and get all of that information it's hours for you right
2: yeah. Yeah, so what I do is I get information from you about your name, birth date, place of birth just to locate you mm-hmm. and then I do a lot of research beforehand before I actually talk to you to get all of this because it would be way too long to be talking to you. Right. <laughs> you know, I just when when we meet, I tell you all of the information that I found. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can spend 3 or 4 or 5 hours preparing for one sitting reading. reading yeah uh-huh uh-huh yeah it's it's
1: but it's very i think when you have your akashic record um read to you by somebody who's a practitioner it's very um enlightening not even a powerful enough word it's <laughs> like it's almost like a, a soul shift you know because when you are told these things and you something there's a vibration inside when it's like hitting a tuning fork and you feel Mm -hmm. that vibration that's exactly how i felt there were tears there were smiles there were were. (laughs) you know it was it was just it was a really great so i i definitely recommend everybody if they are so interested definitely get your akashic record
0: what's like clearing Um, all the fog it gets all the old fog out of the way to, to to Allow the new vision or the new path to come in front of you. I mean, that's the way I look at it. That's mm-hmm. what I got out of you having yours mm-hmm. read and just listening to what happened to her in the in the reading and watching her expressions as she was going through everything that was said to her. It was like like an awakening almost. Yeah,
1: I actually took mm-hmm. a day off of work so I could have my session because I because it takes a while to go through what you find out too. So you do mm-hmm. all the prep work and then it takes quite a bit of time to sit with your client and go through, it depends on how many lives they've had.
2: Right. I mean,
1: clearings you have to do, but
2: it, it definitely takes some time.
0: And then you yeah. And, process it all. So. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I find that the reading, I, I prefer to do a package mm-hmm. where we do the reading and then we have several sessions afterwards because it is a process. It's not like, bing, bang, boom, you know, you have your reading and, and the clearing and yay, let's go. I mean, it is an amazing feeling. Um, and then there's life, you know, and, and remembering, remembering, remembering all of the stuff. And, and, and it's, it's like we get onto autopilot and we fall back into the old routines and patterns, yeah. you know, so having somebody to support you, for a period of time to really embody to like make it real every day is so so important. It's life change too. Yeah. When you try to purpose. Yeah. I found when I had my reading done, which was what led me to to do this for others, it's just the most validating experience of my life. Validating. I mean, we think that we're, you know, that we just have, this is our personality or this is, you know, it, it's, it's just so validating that this is my soul. Mm-hmm. These gifts, these things, I mean, it, to me, it's like the epitome of self love. You know how this is this concept. <laughs> how do you love yourself? You know, I mean, it's, it, we all know we're supposed to, but n- how do you actually do it? And and for me, having my soul record read was the true beginning of that really being authentic. Well,
0: like you said earlier, people are on autopilot. They only scratch the surface of who they really are, never really dig deep to find out even what they're capable of, or who they are, or how to even love their own self. So, absolutely if we get some of the stuff on top, the garbage on top to really get to where you need to be. A, I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think everybody mm-hmm.
2: can do it. So yeah. And that kind of leads into the other training that I had, which was with the HeartMath Institute. Mm-hmm. That was my next question. I just wrote that down. Cause I'm of need a little
1: <laughs> well, tutorial on, yeah, and when on Jody, HeartMath. When Jody and I talked, I don't know, was it like a month or so ago? We, uh-huh. funny cause you know, the, For me, when the universe gives me the like the big neon signs that, hey, you're on the right path, I have to, I have to like hop on that train right away. And in the energy bus by John Gordon, he talks about HeartMath.org. And then I've never met anybody who's been certified by the HeartMath Institute. Never. I've never in all my years I've been doing energy work, you know, positive, you know, being positive and doing all the work. I've never. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: So they have been doing 30 years or more of research on the role of the heart in life, actually, and the belief that, you know, we we all hear about this idea of positive thinking and positivity being good for you and reducing stress and all of that, and they wanted to they didn't want it to be a woo-woo or new age concepts. They they wanted to actually do science and research to find out if this is true. And they have. So bottom line is your heart is sending more information up to your head than the other way around. This is so not what we've been taught. Mm-hmm. I, I went, I, I did all of the, the medical, training in school, anatomy, physiology, you know, all of that stuff. This is not what we learned Mm -hmm. and it's not what's what most of society, our brain is, is the leader. But when you think about it, when we're born, our heart is the first organ formed before the brain. Right. And every, every organ, when the heart beats every organ, that's like a switch saying yes and everything else forms from those cells, you know? And the heart can beat without the brain. The brain cannot function without the heart. You know, all of these things are things that we know, (laughs) but we don't connect the dots. And and so what they've done is they've connected those dots and um, they have technology, sensors that you can place on your ear to see that you are connecting to your heart and you can actually see that the heart rhythm changes when you do, when you use the tools and techniques that they have come up with. And when you connect with your heart versus your head, (laughs) you know, when you think about it, when you're in a situation, your head tells you something, it could be reactive It could be protective, you know, all kinds of ways that we react when we're coming from our head. And then if you ask yourself, well, what, what would my heart do? Most times there's a different answer, you know? So they've just come up with all kinds of tools and techniques that help people to get into their heart and respond to life like that.
1: And haven't they done studies too that have shown that it shows that your heart actually emits a certain frequency. So if you're in a bad mood, you know, some people say, oh, your aura is black, you know, or, you know, <laughs> or you're giving off bad vibes. Well, you probably, if you're in a bad mood, it's probably coming from your heart.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heart yeah. The your heart- yeah. Your heart emits an electromagnetic field. So for people who don't understand what that means, think about your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Your cell phone has the same thing that, that sends energy out, sends a vibrational frequency out to the cell tower. Which is how it knows to connect with the other phone, you know. So our heart is exactly the same, um, and when we're angry, resentful, um, all of those fear-based emotions, our hearts, are you know that's what's you know you think you have heard of love, attraction, and you know all of that stuff. This is this is the the science <laughs> behind how that's happening. Yeah, it's proving. Yeah,
1: proving it. And it's so funny that, you know, our culture, our world is so based on data and like scientific fact. And we might be able to feel it, right? Or Mm -hmm. pick up on somebody else not, you know, being in a good place. But it's like, it's not real until scientists
2: say, hey, we proved it. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. And it's, it's just not, it takes a while for this new information to become mainstream,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know? Um, so, you know, this is 30 years that they've been working on this uh-huh. and, and so many people have never heard of it, you I know. know? But I've, so, had
0: a, I've experienced it because you can obviously feel tension in a room. You can mm-hmm. feel someone's in a bad mood if you eat if you just step close to them, they haven't opened their mouth. They haven't said anything. You can mm-hmm. still you can still feel it. Where does that come from? I mean, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, think about it. I mean, it's just. Hmm. Hmm. So when you come from your heart, and, and even if you're in a bad mood, I mean, and the point here is that we all have bad days. Um, emotions. I don't want to call them negative, but you know, fear-based emotions aren't bad. This is not about denying how you feel. Stuff happens. Right. You can get upset and sad and angry. That's all okay. But coming, learning how to come from an open heart when you're in that place is totally different than being closed, you know? So it's just, it's crazy, you know, the, the stuff that they've they've done and learned I mean so this was the connecting force for me with with the soul with the soul stuff you know these two tools to me fit together like I don't know like they're perfect together yeah (laughs) yeah
1: because it it, it would together perfectly for you
2: yeah yeah and I think for people the heart math is is more grounded Mm-hmm. because there is so much science, whereas soul realignment, I mean, every reading I've ever done for somebody, they're like, oh, my God, they totally relate. But for somebody that just hear about it, they can be like, right. Yeah, right. There's a, a database about my soul. Right. Seriously.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, not through, it's not through the World Wide Web. So I'm sorry, I don't know anything about it. Right. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, most people won't relinquish their disbelief about it until they experience it. That's the, Mm -hmm. that's someone that they know could have gone through it and they still won't. It might bring them a little bit closer, but they're still not going to give up on the fact and, and, you know, and uh, get in line with everything, so to speak. So the more people that you can spread this around to, the better.
2: better Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you also do
1: some coaching and you, I think you target mm, probably more women than men. But the permission to say no, women, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because guys don't really care. You know, right. way too women are way too emotionally attached to everything.
2: Yes, yes. As women, we've learned, you know, to please, mm-hmm. to be pleasing. Um, so, so yes, I say that I work with women to help them recover from the disease to please. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of reasons, you know why we do this mostly i believe because of not feeling good enough or not worthy um and and this is a societal belief Mm -hmm. for hundreds of thousands of years that women are here to do for everyone you know that's our that's our role in life and the problem is is it's very depleting and we lose that passion you know, because we've gotten caught up in what worrying about everybody else and what everybody else needs. And then at the end of the day, when, when we need something, <laughs> people aren't jumping around to help us. You know, it's, it's so amazing. Um, I used to never allow people to help me out. Like I was just always the one doing, doing, doing. And I wondered why nobody it's because it's a vibration mm-hmm. like i'm sending out the energy that don't help me i can do it all i can go it alone you know and it's funny how how drastically different i am now through all of this work because i've realized that like i'm important too <laughs> you know <laughs> if i'm depleted i'm actually not Doing anything for you, right. not to mention, not to mention, like I think a lot of what we as women do is overdue. We take away other people's power because we're not allowing them to struggle a bit. You know that's really hard. Whereas I think men inherently know that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That that sometimes people need to struggle a bit in order to grow. As women, I think that we we we're so empathic. We're so. We feel the feelings of these people and not that men don't do that too um, but they just have a different learning growing up you know yeah i yeah I totally agree he and I actually
1: um for work I had to take the myers- Briggs personality assessment uh-huh so funny he and I are the exact same personality types so we're both super feeling people which is uh-huh. kind of odd for a guy you know what I mean. <laughs> It's kind of, it's kinda of odd. He's he's a, but I
0: was raised by a single mother, so you I think were, some, uh-huh. of that, some of that comes from
1: and a very people. in a very strong and powerful grandmother who really Definitely. empowered you to mm-hmm. like be your own person and mm-hmm. love. So That's Yeah. Awesome. So it's I mean it's amazing. It's so funny because I grew up in a family, my mom is a pleaser and she is a to this day
0: she still is. Oh, she <laughs>
1: apologizes for everything. I'm like, mom, stop apologizing you can't control the fact that it's raining today, you know, <laughs> you know but I'm just I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you sorry? Anyway. So, but it's funny because I did that my entire life too. And now you have to learn to self-correct and not necessarily apologize or qualify what you're apologizing for. Like, I'm really sorry. Um, or I, you know, that really bums me out that you're not, You know, going to have the day outside you wanted because it's raining. You know, hopefully you can find something to do inside, or you know, whatever. But it's it's so funny that you know that's what we're taught as women Mm -hmm. is just to continue that habit of trying to please, trying to throw that superwoman cape on You you. You know, you think about now with COVID, these parents who have to be a teacher. And try to work if they're if they're working parents, and manage a household and do it all. And I have a couple people that I work with, and I don't know how they're doing it. I, mm-hmm. I just I without mm-hmm. depleting themselves.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're completely depleted. Yeah, they. Have. I mean, I've yeah, I've I've run into a couple of teachers. Mm-hmm. are also parents Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I mean that's the double 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 whammy you know that they're trying to figure out how to do this online stuff they're trying to figure out how to manage their their kids education Mm -hmm. their whole household you know I mean it's it's truly I mean I believe that that this whole thing is is necessary. Cause I believe that there's so many systems that need to blow up and they always say that chaos comes before the calm. Yep. And I, I, believe that. And, um, I just, you know, and this is where heart math comes in because we can, we can send these souls love and care. Yep. We, we can just, you know, do some deep breathing, get into our hearts and, Feel the feelings of care and love and emanate. You know how we said that we're like cell phones? Mm-hmm. We can intend to emanate that care and love out to these people. Right. And it works. It does and well, the more that's the more we, people that do it. Well, that's what
1: Reiki's based on. When you're a reiki uh-huh. master. I have another friend right. I work with and she's also a Reiki master. And you know it's funny? She Zina never did Reiki. Um, and never had to yeah. reiki. I don't know why. I never did. But anyway, um, but that's what Reiki is based on. It's all Mm -hmm. based on the energy Mm -hmm. and redistribute. I I do this like I'm making, people won't be able to hear on the podcast, but I'm making these motions with my hands like I'm doing like Tai Chi or something. (laughs) That's what it's like, you know? Uh And when Uh my dad was passing, one of the nurses practiced Reiki and she was trying to... Honestly, we knew he was going to pass. There was nothing that could be done for him. And he was just in a, a state of comfort at that point. But he just wouldn't pass. Like, mm-hmm. medically, nobody could figure out why he wouldn't pass. His soul wasn't ready to go. I've mm-hmm. heard that. But even, so the nurse that came in and do the Reiki, she did Reiki on trying to just sort of, like, redistribute whatever, like, where the block was. hmm A few days later. Thankfully he was able to go peacefully, but yeah. So it's Reiki is huge too with mm-hmm. energy in the heart and mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. do you self so, doing? Do you practice Reiki or do you teach it or both?
2: Um, practice it more and it's all, it's all morphed into like one, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't necessarily identify it as Reiki so much as it's, it's just happening. Um, I have an example of when I was doing my training in Reiki, I had to do some practice clients and my daughter was living in a dorm and she had like six girls that she was living with. So I, I did practice sessions on all of them, but I didn't tell them what I was doing it. And and this is just proof of, of how this works. So this one girl I knew that she had a test that she was struggling with this one day. So I created a ball of light, of love and courage and, you know, all of this stuff. And I literally threw it at her. Like I visualized this ball of light going through the air and landing in her heart. Wow. So a couple of days later, I talked to her and I said, by the way, did you experience anything i i did your session did you experience anything and she's like well yeah that day that i was taking my test i felt a ball of light come into uh. my heart oh <laughs> and i'm like i mean right yeah. now i'm getting chills yeah <laughs> same oh my god you know i'm like oh my god that's exactly what i did like you do you believe like it, it's almost like unbelievable yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's so you know, funny We talked last week,
1: so Mike and I are big believers in the law of attraction and putting out to the universe what you want. So on last week's episode, we talked about, I stumbled across, I have a a, a journal app on my Mac, on my computer, and we were camping last weekend again, and, uh, and I was having a really tough week at work, so I thought, okay, I need to write down. Some stuff. So I was, I went in and I did that, and then I was like, "Huh, what's this?" So I apparently three years ago I had written down all this stuff, and it is all coming true right now. Three
0: years ago, I totally to forgot.
1: Team. I mean, like, had written down, mm-hmm. I want to make X number of dollars. I am. I like, I wrote it as if it was happening. Wrote mm-hmm. down, I am making X number of dollars. I make a little bit more than that, but I mean, it's like within a little bit. And I was like, and exactly what I wrote down is exactly what's happening at work. So we had challenged our listeners in last week's episode to write something down as if it were happening, like what you, want, what you want to manifest in your life. And I think that that when you do that, you change that energy inside and you can feel that frequency. So whether you have Reiki and somebody does it to, to help you out, or you can do it to yourself as a little bit of self-care and a little bit of self-love,
2: I think it's huge hmm it's absolutely mm-hmm. and, and, like and you the know
0: came true was was freaky to say the least I mean she wanted to speak at an event that she talked about three years ago well she
2: actually did that this year so
1: <laughs> right before COVID hit yeah, yeah. It was like the month of COVID hit so it it,
2: it, uh, it it it's really powerful oh yeah and you know I I, I think the belief and this is where, again, the heart and the soul to me come into play, because when we think about the word positive thinking, mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, well, you know, I mean, thinking is, is momentary, like this positive thinking. And then we revert back to that autopilot mm-hmm. and we don't even like, know. we're not even aware that we're like not necessarily believing it or, you know, expecting the worst. We're not conscious that, that that's how we're thinking. And that's why I think sometimes positive thinking alone doesn't work for people. I think what does work for people is getting into their heart and soul mm-hmm. and making that a practice. Mm-hmm. Because that is where the power is. It overrides the mind, <laughs> you know, if you create a practice, though. No, I mean, it's not, it, it, it's daily work. It really is. Um, we actually discussed that in the podcast because a lot of people
0: think, all right, if I think real hard about something today, it's going to happen tomorrow. And that's not what it's all about. It's a daily routine that you have to yeah. put yourself in to keep pushing forward to get to that point. And, you know, we're such an instant gratification um, society right now that everybody thinks that everything is supposed to happen overnight. And that's, that's not the way life really
2: works. Yeah. The universe (laughs) is on
1: prime. I'm really sorry.
2: And not to mention, you know, the process, that's also where the, where the juicy stuff is. You know, I mean, we think that we want this and this, but as soon as we get it, we're on to the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're creators. We want to always be creating. So it's so important to, to yes, have a goal and a thing that, that you might want, but also what's the process of getting there if you're not like totally into that? Right. There's no point. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yep. For sure. I mean, not every, you know, a lot
1: of people are like, oh, I want to win the lottery and I want to do this, that, and the other, but... Do you really, do you really want all that? Or I want to be famous. Do you really want that? Do you not want to be able to walk into the grocery store and go get milk for your kids because you're famous and everybody would recognize? No, you want the financial freedom. Maybe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you want that recognition and maybe you can get it another way. That mm-hmm. is more an alignment with your soul. And I think that's what people, and it sounds like that's what you help people do.
2: Mm -hmm. And I'm
1: super excited because I actually have a coaching session with you in a little bit. And I'm (laughs) super duper excited. I can't wait either. I know I've needed this for uh, probably longer than I have realized. But again, the universe works in mysterious ways and puts people in our lives when we need them, like when we're ready to be, to be receptive and to receive the information that they're going to give us. So is there anything else you wanted to cover in the interview before we get to how people can get in touch with you?
2: I don't think so. Um, I think that we've, we've
1: covered most of it. Yeah. so. So how can people get in touch with you and sort of, you want to give a rundown of what services and packages and stuff that you have for people?
2: Yes. So I have one-on-one. We can do one, one session, which is pretty much when you feel like you just need a pick-me-up. You know, like you may have a lot of tools and a lot of stuff under your belt, and you just you just need a refresher. Um, I do that for, for a lot of clients who I've worked with in the past, who we just need to reconnect and get back on track. Um, and then I have a, a coaching package of 10 sessions where we just work together on, on life coaching, spiritual coaching, you know, um, you have something that you want to get, you want to do, but, but you're stuck, um, some kind of shift you need to make. And then I have the champagne package, I call it, <laughs> which is where I do those 10 sessions that, that we do an Akashic Record reading. Um, prior to that. And then that that gets all worked into the to the sessions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my website is jodinewton.com. And that's j i n e w t o dot com. And we'll put a link to the website on our in our Facebook group and in the show notes as well. Okay. And so on the services section, there's actually a 30 minute tea time. That's a free session where we can chat and find out, you know, if we're a match and what what I can do for you, um, which I highly, highly recommend. Um, Because, you know, there's lots of people out there and and it's, you need to feel it. You need to feel the connection and, you know, I want people to be wildly successful. So we need to make sure we're a match. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: Yeah, it's uh, so make sure you guys go out and you check out com. She's got a lot of stuff on her page. And I think that having that free little 30-minute tea time is a, a great way to just ensure your success as a coach and their success as a client so that they can get everything out of it that they're hoping and intending it'll be.
2: Absolutely, yes. I also have a Facebook group for women. Um, If anybody's on Facebook and wants wants to join, I give daily tidbits and and tips to to stay in alignment with this um, recovering from the disease to please. So that is, that Facebook group is called Passionate Living, Permission to Fill Your Cup First. So if you want to find that and, and just ask to join, I would love to have any woman who wants to recover from this <laughs> join great. us. That's awesome. And I have to give props to my
1: friend, Anna, because she's the one that connected yes. us. Uh-huh. And Anna and I went to high school together before here in Maryland, before she moved away to Texas and you met Anna and then she gave you some coaching, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. She she's my coach. Uh-huh.
1: She first, she hit me up yeah. on Facebook <laughs> or texted me. I can't remember. And she said, Hey, I've got somebody you have got to meet. I'm like, okay, great. Sure. Fantastic. So then we connected and then it's just been
2: going since then. (laughs) It's, it's funny how, you know, when the other thing I think I want to add in ending here is when you put out a desire, it's really important to stay present to what presents, Mm -hmm. to what shows up. You know, it could be an idea. It could be um, an ad. It could be something someone says, you know, just like Anna connecting us. We could have easily ignored it. Right. We could have been too busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. And this is what happens: is the universe always says yes? Absolutely. But we're so distracted, and and, and we don't think. Oh, we're like, oh, that's a great idea today. But then tomorrow, we're like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> you know, out you have action to- in your brain, and then it's just you forget about it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yeah. just really try to be present to what presents. Absolutely. And say yes. Yes. (laughs) Agree. Totally agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for Anna as a friend, but I'm grateful for her, what she's taught me. And then I'm grateful that she was able to connect us, that you went to her and then she made the connection
2: that you and I would be a great match. So I'm super excited. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. And I'm so grateful for what you guys are doing and what you're putting out into the world. Thank you. Thank so you. So important. We, it is. It's, it's about a
1: vibrational. Free, it's. I like to say it's throwing a pebble into, into some still water
2: and you just mm-hmm. create
1: this ripple effect and it just, it just takes off, you know? And it's, if you have multiple people throwing multiple pebbles in of positivity, then you just create this bigger and bigger. Our goal is to create a positive tsunami yeah. no destruction <laughs> just positivity and uh and just because I, I feel like the the uh the earth is shifting from one frequency to the next and we're raising mm-hmm. that 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 vibration and it's that's for me that's part of the reason all this is happening
0: because you especially have, right especially right now yeah you mm-hmm. have everything, to
1: clear everything out <clears throat> and like you said sometimes there has to be a little bit of chaos. <laughs> And then the calm comes and mm-hmm. I think that that's exactly what's happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Agree Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, well, Jody, thank you, yeah, so, thank much. you so much. For being
0: on with us thank you.
1: I really appreciate it. And, um, so make sure you guys go to Jody That's J O D I N E W T O N.com. Um, and then check out our Facebook page. And what was the name of that again? Passionate living permission to fill your cup first. And ladies, that's y'all only. No dudes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: That's uh, just the all same good. place
2: we've created. <laughs> it's all good.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Jody, so much.
2: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Yes, so good luck with everything.
2: Thanks. You guys, too. Thank all you. right. Thank you.
0: So thanks again. That was a wonderful interview. Thank Mm -hmm. you again, Jody, for uh, providing us with that uh, interview and that information. And I
1: actually had a coaching session with her yesterday, and it was really, really phenomenal. And she really helped me kind of get really clear on what I want to do for my coaching. That
0: was one of the things that I wanted to mention. Even coaches... Need coaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's a pyramid type thing, or where, where you know it's kind of a mm-hmm. stepping stone. Yep. Everybody from you know uh, Tony Robbins to John Gordon, they all you know need some coaching. So for sure,
1: I think we all can learn to. We can all continue to learn. Absolutely. So, so. thanks again, Jody. Yes, we really you. appreciate it.
0: So what's our good news? Story oh for yeah, this week? you're gonna like this so, one. All right. I like last week's. Yeah.
1: So this one is about a bull that thinks. It's a show, like it's a, a show horse.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> so Sabine, Sabine Rouse, she met Aston, this, this bull five years ago. She helped, uh, she was helping out at a nearby cow, cattle farm. And so she formed this really sweet bond with a newborn calf who was then called M309. She convinced the farmer to let him buy, let her buy the calf. So she raised little Aston alongside with her, her pony, Sammy, who's now 10. But she began to notice that the baby cow was picking up the trick she was teaching her horse. So the cat, the the bull has mastered trotting, galloping, stopping, going backwards, <laughs> turning around on command, wow. and even responds to Sabine's voice just like a horse would. So, the I mean, this is a huge bull. This is a I see huge riding bull. bull. Wow. Yeah, she rides it. <laughs> So there's a cute little um they so now the the horse and there's a horse and the the bull they attend horse shows around Europe and they get to show off Aston's skills which is like pretty phenomenal. That's pretty cool. Um anyway, so it's been pretty neat. So there's a video I d- they're from Austria. I'm not sure exactly where but no language I understand. But it's really cool to see this cow prancing and trotting and doing stuff that show horses would do. So we'll post that in our Facebook page. So make sure you uh, take a look at it. It's adorable.
0: Right on. And our positive quote for today,
1: never regret a day in your life. Good days give you happiness and bad days give you experience.
0: Absolutely. That's it. That's well said. Yep. Well said.
1: Thank you. So make sure that you are following us on social media. We're on Instagram. Oh, my bad. Do my I'm sorry. Rewind.
0: Yeah, I know we're running long today, so we're trying to speed up things a little yeah. bit because of the interview. So, yeah, but it was such a good interview. Yes, it was. So today, the challenge is to pay it forward to yourself. Do something to help yourself out at a later date, or yep. do something today, like quit smoking or or anything that's going to healthier help you eating later. Right. lifestyle. So pay it forward to yourself. Hide ten dollars in your console, so the next time you want a cup of coffee or something, you don't have money. Reaching the console and, oh, look, I just paid myself forward with $10. Mm-hmm. It's so we've, cause
1: we talk about paying it forward to other people all right. the time, which is really good, but do something today that your future self will really
0: appreciate absolutely don't forget to follow us on social media give us a call at 301-392-7745
1: yeah let us if there's any topics you want us to cover um anything that's on your heart or anything on your mind we don't play everything that comes through the voicemail um if you ask us not to we won't but um if it if you want to be heard on the podcast we'd love to have you
0: and let us know what you think about the interview with jody today yeah It it was uh I think it was very informative. Yeah, so. and
1: I'm going to link her website uh, VR, our, our Facebook page as well. Perfect. So if you want to reach out to her, you're more than welcome to. So until next time, make sure that you guys are, be kind, be well, and...
0: Until next time, choose positivity, my friends.